This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Dave, I have a question for you. Have you ever done anything stupid when fly fishing? Nope, I've never done anything <laughs> stupid. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my goodness, I think I'm the uh, paragon of stupid when it comes to fly fishing. Well, that's our topic for today. Stupid things fly fishers do. We'll share some stories and then look for the lesson we can learn in all of them. I'm not sure there's even lessons in, in some of these uh, other than don't be stupid. But Steve, <laughs> how about you start us off? Uh, in fact, you did something stupid when we fished Fang Creek in Yellowstone a few weeks ago. Oh, man, I know it. It was about a mile and a half hike into the creek we were fishing. And in about halfway in, we're, we're walking along. Everything's going great. And, and remember, there was a couple that w- was yeah. walking out. Yep. And we, we talked to them. We, we wanted to find out if they saw any grizzlies. And they had bear spray. And, and I happened to glance down at your rod tube. And I'm thinking, man, this feels good. I'm traveling light. And I looked at my hand like, where's my rod? Where's my fly rod? And I realized. Oh, that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, very very funny. I realized I left it on the, the the roof of our SUV back in the parking lot. So I had to walk all the way back out there. And, and of course, two problems with that. One is I, I added another mile and a half to the hike. Uh, the other was, I thought, man, I hope that you know, no tourists came by and, and took that, you know, Orvis eight and a half four weight uh, rod and reel and, and line, you know, off of the SUV. And thankfully they didn't. But I, I thought, man, what a, what a stupid thing to do. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how many times I've done that. I've set gear down and I've been out on the water when I've left my fly box with the right flies, you know, back in the truck. And um, yeah, that's what I did. Well, I remember <laughs> um, going back about, what, a hundred yards and thinking you know i am not walking back to the trailhead <laughs> yeah. no, steve you you're on your own <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot i remember the funny thing is that you had to walk by that couple coming in and explain to them why you were going back <laughs> yeah that's right and the guy says oh yeah i did see you put your rod on top of your suv like, well thanks great. for not shouting at me when we took off but it was my fault <laughs> yeah well i remember uh several years ago as we were fishing taylor fork it was at the end of one of the weeks uh that we had fished um, in Montana. And I remember the stream was so low that year. And then we really had a tough time. It was, I don't think right. we caught anything. No. One or two, you caught a couple. It was at the end of the day. It was at the end of a week that we had spent out in, in the uh, Yellowstone ecosystem. And I was pulling my fly line out to, to get, uh, to begin to cast. And as you know, the knot between your fly line and your, uh, no, your fly line and your actual, your leader, often there's a knot there and you have to kind of be gentle to pull it out of that top eyelet. Right. And I just wasn't thinking. I was I was thinking about, you know, how fast I could get the, the line into the water. And you I, wanted to make sure you beat me to the well, hole, right? I was right? feeling really anxious. <laughs> I had made the recommendation to go to Taylor Fork and here I was not catching anything. Yeah. And I was so disappointed in, in the flow. There was hardly any water in the river. In fact, uh, it was it was stunning. There's, it was It's been so dry out there. But Anyway, so I, I pulled my fly in, so I did. I just jerked it out, right? I was trying to get to fish quick. 
quickly. It's one of those things that you don't recognize what was happening until later, but I heard yeah. kind of a slight crack. Oh. I, I didn't really connect it to my rod. So it wasn't until about uh, probably an hour later I was casting, and I at one of the casts, all of a sudden my the top piece of my rod goes flying. Oh, wow. And I realized and it snapped off, but it, the break actually happened a few, uh, about an hour earlier, but that was because I was just so stupid and, you know, had to get out there and fish as quickly as I could, you know, hurry, 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 and wow. uh, snap the tip of my rod. And that was on a rod that had a like a 25-year uh, warranty, right? Was that it was. Nervous? Oh, and I got good. a new, uh, I definitely got a new rod out of the deal, but um, at the end of the day, it was it was really stupid. Stupid is a stupid does, stupid huh? It is a stupid does. It's so true. Now, both of those things were, uh, you know, there wasn't really any damage involved other than uh, might have messed up our fishing, but sometimes uh, stupid things can be dangerous. I, I remember a number of years ago when I was 19, and my youngest brother is 11 years younger than I am. My brother Kevin. So I was about 19. He was about eight. And we were fishing, uh, fly fishing. He might have been using a spinning rod, but I was fly fishing. We were we were at Upper Two Medicine Lake on the east side of Glacier National Park. And uh, that lake is, uh, wow, it's it's a high mountain lake. The, you know, the cliffs come right down to the lake. And, and here in this glacial tarn sits this uh, just gorgeous lake. And it's, it's kind of rough going around the, the lake there's a lot of brush and you're always worried you're going to run into a grizzly well uh you know i was fishing with a two other brothers there were four of us and and we were fishing this lake and and of course you know the the grass is greener in the other pasture syndrome yep yep, yep, I, yep i saw boy the other side of the lake there's nobody fishing there that would be great and so i i take my brother uh we're walking around this lake but the further we get around the steeper it gets and then i i realize you know there's water trickling down and we're on st- you know we're on some kind of uh, uh kind of almost like a stone cliff that goes right down into the water and it must have been 10 or 12 feet there and i'm holding on to my eight-year-old brother's oh, hand man. oh man and we're holding on to uh, uh you know it was just scraggly stuff it's almost a tree line we're hanging it's on almost to, a 90 degree drop I mean, oh it is yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so we're hanging on to pine boughs and i'm, I'm thinking oh my word what, what have i done and finally you know we got around and i'm trying to you know help my brother think oh yeah this is no big deal but you know in my mind i'm thinking oh my goodness uh, both of us can end up, you know, in this lake. And, and if we did, you know, the water's so cold, we wouldn't have had much of a chance. So that was a time where my stupidness uh, could have got us into a lot of danger. That reminds me of a story. Uh, years ago, I was the youth leader uh, for a church youth group, and we took them on a, um, like a camping trip. We were in, I was living in Colorado at the time, and I think we were back probably four or five miles and we had camped near a stream i had done some fly fishing actually uh, earlier in the day but a bunch of kids actually four of them said hey let's climb uh, the ridge and the ridge was probably about 12,000 feet and um, and going up we, we had to find a way on the back side of the ridge from where we were camped and we you don't realize when you're going up that it's not the going up that's the problem. It's the coming back down. Yeah. And so we had, so they were four teenagers and I, um, we got to the top and we stood at the top of the mountain and we were thinking, you know, we had just climbed this thing. Then I remember thinking, um, how are we going to get down? And we really could not come, uh, or go back down the way we had come up. 
And so we went down the face of it, and the face of it was this um, gravel, and it ended up about 300 yards, um, about three quarters of the way down into a boulder field. So at one point, I remember grabbing one of the kids because they started to slide down. Because once you slide, you're going all the way down to the boulder field. And it's not, it's a quick stop. Oh, this is a lawsuit waiting to happen. Oh, my goodness. And I was just (laughs) thinking, okay, um, what have I done? And one of the kids actually saved my life because I, his name was Brendan. um, He grabbed me as I was, as I was starting to slide down. So here I was the youth leader and I I was probably 10 years older than, than the kids. And um, again, it's just stupid stuff where you go, Oh my gosh, I'm so glad that I'm alive. Yeah. And, and nobody, you know, of the five of us, that not one of us actually, you know, got injured through that. But it was, a, you know, it was one of those stupid moments. Ooh. Anything waiting? I've, I've had a couple times where I, I realized, man, I'm I'm so excited to try to get a fish that I'm, I'm taking a risk that I shouldn't take. And you kind of get into water that's that's deeper than you should. Yeah, I was fishing the Yellowstone. And, and what's your phrase, Steve? The Yellowstone is cannonballs. What do you oh, call that? Yeah, what's that phrase? Grease cannonballs. Grease yeah. cannonballs. That's the, what the, it's like walking on. Yeah, the the, uh, the stones in the Yellowstone are just impossible to stand up. It's covered on. with all that algae. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, and the water's moving so fast. Yeah, it really at least is. where we uh, fish, and and so I was right on the edge of the stream, and you were up probably a half a mile. So perhaps the other stupid thing is we weren't in sight of each other. Right. And I remember we were just having one of those days where almost every cast you're catching fish, and I got greedy, and I started not to think, and I waded out too far, and I lost my footing. And I, I had felt uh, waders or felt boots on, felt sold boots uh, back in the day. So this is before, um, you know, the, they realized that maybe that, that they can transfer transmit, uh, um, you know, invasive species. Right. Um, and I, I went down probably 25 to 50 yards downstream. Oh man. I lost my rod and I remember the water coming over my waders. Now, if you, you know, if you wait out anywhere, but if you wait out West, you definitely need that belt that's tight around, um, around your waist. Boy, so the water doesn't, sure. you know, get down into your legs. If in fact yep. you do fall, but the shock of the water and, and it, I tell you, the adrenaline surge was unbelievable. And I'm casting about thinking, okay, well, how, you know, am I going to serve yet first? I mean, the first thought I had was I'm going to die. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, and it shot me down river. And, and then wow. the second one was, oh my goodness, my fly rod, I'm mm-hmm. going to lose my fly rod. And, um, so I, I finally got to shore and, and, you know, again, 25, 50 yards downstream and then finally found my fly rod, which had gone downstream oh, further man. than that. I don't know. Did I even talk to you about that? No, I don't think yeah, so. I, I was, remember I was that. probably embarrassed by it. Um, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you know I never would do anything yes, like that. you would not. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, but uh, definitely those are stupid things, and I think there are some stupid things that could cost you your life out there. That's and, really uh, true. You know, one, and another one, by the way, is not being, not having enough water, you know, oh, yeah. turning your ankle while you're walking out. Obviously, these are somewhat accidents. They're not just stupid things, but, um, and not being prepared, you know, this last 
last uh, week, we were out, uh, last couple of weeks, we were out fly fishing and the temp had dropped about 25 or 30 degrees within about two hours. Yeah. And so remember how cold we were and rainy yep. and we walked out, we were sweating and then we had to put our rain coats on and, right. and so, uh, and so one stupid thing is not being prepared. That's for sure. That's actually right. So Dave, what's the lesson in all of these situations? Is there something that we could have done to uh, avoid these stupid mistakes? Well, I think the lesson is, you know, taking the time to slow down. There's a term that psychologists use today. It's it's become in vogue the last 10 years. It's called mindfulness. And I think, um, you know, it's just taking the time to slow down, think and assess uh, yeah. where you're at. You know, some stupid things will mean you can't fly fish because you broke your fly rod. You know, those are fixable. The others could take your life. Yeah, and, that's um, for sure. Certainly in the West, obviously in some situations, you know, if you're fishing, you know, more spring creeks in the Midwest, there's not as mm-hmm. great a threat. Um, I think mindfulness is really the the takeaway from it really all these is things. so easy to get greedy isn't it i gotta get to the next hole i gotta get ahead of this fly fisher and we get caught up in the moment i get caught up in the moment and then uh, that's when i get careless that's when i get mindless i think that's a great gift to me of fly fishing is what it forces me to do because in you know in my regular life running a business having a family i'm looking at email i'm moving from this i'm multitasking the one thing I love about fly fishing, how it forces me, you know, for I have one singular singular focus when I'm out. And, um, and it's the, to me, it's the great discipline of fly fishing. But this idea of trying to consume it, you simply can't consume it. And it forces you to do stupid things. Oh, I know. You always have to be alert. I was thinking about that even on the Driftless in Wisconsin where we fish sometimes near La Crosse. I know that, I know that there are, I think there are copperheads, maybe water moccasins, maybe even maybe even timber rattlers there and we've never run into one yet but sometimes I I get so intent on fly fishing and you know creeping up on this little run and down on my hands and knees and I I forget wow I you know I really didn't look and and I could be putting my hand where you know within striking distance of a a venomous snake and and that would be bad news. Well I look forward I think we're going to do a a podcast on the outdoors and um and and raising our kids, you know, so they love the outdoors. But I think there's so... You just don't, in the suburbs, uh, where I live at least, you know, everything's, uh, you know, you have a trimmed lawn and everything's in control. And um, and so when you go to the outdoors, sometimes you assume that that's the way life work, it works and it doesn't. And and, uh, and and sometimes you do stupid things. And uh, it's, it's just a great reminder about the importance of being mindful. That's right. Not everything is sanitized. No. And we talked a little bit, too, here about waiting uh, issues. And that, that's such a key topic. A lot of stupid things are done in waiting. Uh, we talked to a mutual friend recently. We won't mention his name to protect the guilty, but <laughs> he was telling us about wading into water up to his chest. Yeah, now, I couldn't believe when he was be, telling to, me that. Yeah, to give him credit, he is a, he's an exceptional athlete, and I don't know that the water was really running that that you know fast. And so, yeah, that could be all right. But I, I know for me, uh, I will rarely wade in water that's that's above my thighs. Uh, I've been in waist high, maybe navel high uh, water when it's been slow. But uh, but there again, it depends on the conditions. Is there somebody around there? You really have to be careful. And even moving slowly, sometimes it's like you talked about, we're in a hurry. We're trying to 
follow a fish or we need to get to the other side to, to make this cast and and we you know, we take two biggest steps and one of the worst things you can do when you're waiting yeah and and it's fast current and yeah you're you're walking on those grease cannonballs is to try to take a a big long step and then you slip a little bit and you don't have balance so yeah a lot of it's common sense isn't it a lot of it is i mean it's very true for those freestone uh rivers in the west you know when we were out fishing the boulder again the stream is what half the size of where we fish on the yellowstone and yet you know there's the current is so strong on some of those runs and if you're trying to cross it often i find myself uh my anxiety is because you're getting ahead of me too far (laughs) you're i go okay i want that hole and and steve's going for that hole and i gotta make sure i get around him so i get to the next hole or you know like when we fished that day in the boulder there were other fly fishers right so you feel a little bit of anxiety to make sure you uh you know squat on your you know section of the river so yep, that's uh, right easy to do stupid things i know yeah it's it's important to remember slow down and think and and make an assessment it's hard i, I have to keep relearning that because i'm in such a hurry i, I get greedy and yet if, if you do these things uh, you'll 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 stay safe Well, that'll do it for today. If you'd be willing to share something stupid that you've done, as well as the lesson learned, we'd appreciate it. Uh, Go to twoguysinariver.com. That's two with a numeral, twoguysinariver.com, and comment on this podcast link. What stupid things have you done while fly fishing, and what have you learned? Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter, and like us on Facebook, and subscribe to our podcast via iTunes, uh, if you have an iPhone or Stitcher if you had Droid. Thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. <laughs> <laughs>